In this final and very special episode, we are lucky to have our team share with us the highlights from some of their favourite episodes. We get to hear their thoughts, including what their biggest takeaways are and how these episodes have helped shape their degree and career journey. Please welcome the MNDS team. We will start with the lovely Ellie, if you'd like to go ahead. So, hi, my name is Ali and I was treasurer of MNDS for 2020. I just completed my final year of the Bachelor of Nutrition Science. So I just finished third year exam, so oh, very exciting. Um, my the favourite episode, uh, episode of um, the Next Bite podcast that I enjoyed the most was with Cheryl, the H&H intern, uh, 2020 intern. Um, the things I enjoyed most about her episode was that she stressed that you don't have to um, know exactly what you want to do and that if you do chop and change throughout your degree or even your work life, it's okay as long as you find um, what interests you and um, what, where your passion lies, that's uh, most important. I think that's important because throughout my degree, I was a little unsure, I guess. So to hear from someone who... Um, I guess chop, uh, changed um, throughout their studies and is now very happy with their decision. It reinforced that it is, it, it is okay to have those feelings, to feel that way, to feel a little unsure. So um, yeah, it was quite <laughs> nice to um, hear that from Cheryl. Going forward, I am not going to do the Masters of Dietetics. I think listening to the different podcasts um, and all, all the different Next Bite podcasts, it just reinforced that um, you don't need to feel pressured to do the masters. It is okay to just do the bachelor and even possibly um, move on and do another masters. So I'm thinking maybe I'll come back in 12 months time or longer <laughs> maybe and do masters of public health or health promotion because throughout the degree when um, we were kind of introduced to the public health sphere, I um, quite enjoyed that. And I also did a health promotion elective in third year. So I think that's where I like to go with it. Um, yeah, and I think the great thing about the Bachelor of Nutrition Science is you're not confined to a one space. And I think the podcast really shows that and that you can take so many different avenues. And um, yeah, it's really, really exciting to see where everyone will take their degree or degrees. Um, and I'll pass over to Angela now. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, hi, I'm Angela and I was this year's um, events coordinator at MNDS. Um, I just finished my third year in the Nutrition Science course at uni. Um, and the episode I'll be talking about today is re reaching out in research with Meg Hockey. Um, so I love this episode because it, so Meg Hockey works as a research assistant at the Food and Mood Centre and she's doing her PhD on the way that um, dairy can impact, like can potentially impact the mental health of some people. Um, and what I found was really valuable about this was the way that she spoke about how you can um, like do research and like take on that path later on in life and not really, you don't have to go to uni and want to come out doing research or like you never know where the path will take you. Um, so she's done like her own clinical dietetics and she's done multiple other roles, but now she's just found herself in a really interesting research position um, that 
focuses on nutrition and psychology, not just in the behavior change way where psychology is so important to influence other people to change their behavior, but also like how the food we can eat can impact our mental health as well. Um, yeah, so I found that we don't actually know very much about nutrition. Like there are so many topics that we have to explore and that was probably one of my biggest takeaways because, you know, you're never, there's nothing's ever truly like black and white and there's so much paths to take. And one day, even if you don't want to go to research, you might find a question that you want to answer and you might find yourself there. Um, so in terms of how this episode has shaped what I want to do with my degree, um, well, I've, I would like to do my master's at some point, um, but it really like, it really broadened my perspective and just the whole series in general, that there is no rush. There are so many opportunities and paths that you can take as um, nutrition scientists or dietitians. Um, just be open-minded, take opportunities, don't settle. Um, and there's no need to rush just to go into what you might've had in mind before you started your degree. Um, and yeah, there are so many opportunities out there and just take, like make your own opportunities, take whatever you can. And that's about it from me. I'm just gonna pass it on to Hannah and she'll talk about her highlights. Hi everyone, I'm Hannah. I was the social media coordinator for MNDS this year. I had the absolute pleasure of editing Liza and Brand's episode, which was episode 15, um, called Making Space. In it, the fantastic duo talk about their journeys with the health at every size approach and how they've adopted this in their practice. As someone who's just completed third year, where we unpack some of the stigma and barriers which people face, particularly in clinical settings related to weight, I found this really reassuring and empowering because it confirmed for me that this space is indeed changing and that I can be part of that change. They both have a strong focus on the public health side of nutrition, which I've recently become more interested in. And I really resonated with Liza's commentary on the importance of integrating the social determinants and bigger picture to understand um, what a person is going through and facilitate person-centered health outcomes. I also want to mention that for those of you interested in learning more about health at every size, Liza and Brand shared some incredible resources in this podcast for health professionals who wish to adopt or learn more about these principles. Overall, this series has absolutely influenced me in the pathways which I'm interested in pursuing once I complete my degree. Each guest has shared so many valuable pearls of wisdom and oftentimes provided comfort that there are so, so many pathways available to us as nutrition science graduates, and it's okay not to have it all figured out. For me, I've decided to go um, on to do the master's next year, and down the line at this point, I'm thinking that I'm most interested in public health sides, the public health side of dietetics, or maybe paediatrics. Um, now I'll pass on to Marie. I'm Marie and I'm the second year representative for the MNDS this year, this past year. And I've just completed my second year of the Bachelor of Nutrition Science. And because I loved being a part of the MNDS committee so much, I'm actually going on to be the president next year, which is so exciting. Um, so my favourite episode was Talia Cicchelli's episode, which is titled Building Trust with Eating Disorder Dietitian Talia Cicchelli. Um, And the reason I really like this episode is because she really covered the highs and lows of being an eating disorder dietitian. And I think it's like 
an area in dietetics that's not really spoken about. We're not really taught that much about it in uni and Talia even discussed that in her episode. Um, but she really did cover the highs in the sense that it's like a very rewarding um, career path and you see patients progress over and recovery a lot of the time. But she also discussed that it can be um, a really intense um, pathway to pursue in the sense that she said that the reality of um, eating disorders is that not everyone recovers and sometimes accepting that your patients aren't going to recover can be really difficult um, and that it can be a very emotionally intense career. Um, she explained the importance of empathy, compassion and counselling skills in the eating disorder space um, and that she works really closely with psychologists and psychiatrists and um, therapists, which I found really interesting because I think we're not really um, that's kind of like one of the few areas of dietetics where um, counselling skills, I mean, they're always important, but they're like really, really vital in um, working with eating disorder patients and because it's so linked to mental health. Um, and my biggest takeaway is that, um, as I kind of already said, it's like a very intense job working with eating disorder clients. Like there's very um, much highs and there's very much lows and um, the health and well-being of the health professional themselves so like her as a dietitian herself is often overlooked and the the toll that that can take on the dietitian um isn't really discussed much um and yeah and before um the episode i was actually kind of considering doing um being an eating disorder dietitian or a dietitian specializing in disordered eating um but I actually think after listening to it as like Talia's incredible and she did an amazing job of explaining what the job is like. Um, and it kind of gave me insight to realize that maybe it's not the best path for me. I mean, maybe down the track, I think with experience, everything could change. Um, but yeah, I think because it is so emotionally intense and um, I'm quite a sensitive person. So I feel like she kind of revealed that maybe it's not the best thing for me. Um, but another thing that a takeaway that was like that kind of inspired me was that she um, moved to the UK, which was really exciting to hear because that's something I've always really been interested in. And because like the Monash um, course is accredited in the UK, um, the dietetics role and um, position anyway, that was like something that yeah really inspired me because that's yeah maybe something I want to do in the future. Um, yeah, so. Overall, I think the biggest thing that I learned is that um, sometimes it's really good to, to listen to other perspectives and roles in dietetics because you can kind of learn what you do want to do and what you don't want to do. And as much as like I found Talia's podcast in incredibly interesting and I literally love her, <laughs> um, I don't know if it would be the best thing for me right now anyway to pursue. Um, but yeah, so... I'll pass it on to Hale, who will also share her thoughts on the podcast. Um, so, hi, I am Holly. I just finished my first year and I was the first year rep of 2020. And um, I'm going to talk about Liza's episode. And there's a few things about Liza's episode that I really like. And um, Liza mentioned how she had other academic pursuit and how she learned from different people, such as the elders from King of Tonga and the Islanders. And I think this not only showcased how we can always learn outside the classroom and improve ourselves, but I also love how uh, it's not only the dietitian of impacting other people's life, but also how other people could 
uh, also impact and we can learn from other people, people as well, and which I found it like very inspiring and just really beautiful relationship. And um, so Liza is a lecturer, a PhD candidate, a co-owner of a pickle business with her husband and also a mother of two children, which I found it like absolutely fascinating how she could manage the different roles. And she mentioned uh, it is important for us to have fun along the way and knowing what is within and outside our control. And I just think this is a, just a very useful tip in general for us during work or uni or just life in general. Just a reminder for us that it's okay for us if we can do it all sometimes. And for me, the biggest takeaway message would be how Lisa uh, did not shy away, shy away from challenges. Uh, she said she never imagined herself doing PhD or just teaching, and she even thought it's like uh, it was a bit intimidating for her to talk in front of people. And um, but now she mentioned she loves teaching at Monash, and I think the whole experience is just very encouraging. And um, so for myself or some other people, sometimes uh, we might tend to stay inside the comfort zone because this is like what we are comfortable with. And but sometimes there are things that we never know we are capable of unless we give it a try, just like how Lisa become a lecturer. And this encourages me to explore different new opportunities and experience. So um, for myself, I just finished my first year. I would say I don't know much about what I want to do in the future yet, but uh, and I still don't know a lot uh, about the field of nutrition, but listening to the podcast and the large variety of jobs that Lisa had, uh, I think uh, the public health field is definitely very interesting and makes me want to know more about the field and, as mentioned, just try different opportunities and explore in general. So, yeah, passing on to Tiana. Thanks, Hallie. So, hi, everyone. I'm Tiana and I was the vice president for the society this year. I just finished my second year of the degree which is very exciting. So I feel like, I mean, being second year, we've had the opportunity to know what we've kind of like, know a bit about the degree and what's available and we still have more time to figure out what it is. And I think especially this year through the pandemic, um, two people that stood out to me in the podcast were Rachel Van David and Kerry Woodington. So Rachel, I really enjoyed because her story I felt gave me um, a lot of hope in that she was so open with her story um, and I like how she you know shared her lessons during placement and the way she kind of navigated different relationships um, especially running her own business and how she wasn't afraid to say you know like these weren't good and these were um, quite good relationships and just um, I think having that honest perspective was like okay this is actually how it is so I really liked um, that uh, she yeah was so open in her episode. For me, um, I think the biggest takeaway from her episode was knowing um, what you don't like. And that kind of stuck with me a lot throughout this year. As I studied, I was just like, okay, may not know where I'm heading, but at least like I can eliminate a lot of things. Um, and also how important and healthy rejection is. Um, I think we're honest, so often told, you know, uh, you know, to stay positive, which is so important. Uh, but I think it's also important sometimes to look at a little bit of the flip side and see rejection is quite a common thing and how she was able to bounce back from, you know, not getting a job straight out of uni, I think was just like, 
okay, that, you know, that could happen to me. And it's just like, you know, someone's so resilient and um, courageous. It was just like, okay, you know, that happens, you know, Rachel made it, why can't I make it kind of thing. So um, that was really a, a standout to me. And in that, I think she gave, she was partly contributed to me uh, choosing to do the nutrition degree straight because I just realized my skills probably lie more within the nutrition field than it does in the dietetics field. Um, and that, yeah, that's also where my interests are. So um, thanks, Rachel, for that. Um, in terms of Kiri, I really liked her courage and energy. I was just so, you couldn't see my face, but I was just smiling from end to end in that episode uh, because of just how she approached um, her work. So she is works in like indigenous uh, communities as a dietitian. And it's just like how she, it, it is quite a tough job um, from what she's told me, but she's like, don't be discouraged by those kind of things. And I just think as well, how she took the risks of starting her own private practice a year after grad, a month, sorry, after graduating was something um, I was just like, that's, you know, it's possible. If you want it, you, you can do it kind of thing. So um, that's something I really admired about Kiri. Um, I think the biggest takeaway for me is how her work was so collaborative in that she worked with communities and how important that is. And it just made me think a little bit more bigger picture. Um, and just like, obviously, we're all trying to work towards getting a job, but it's just important to look at that community perspective too. And I think working with Indigenous culture, I think it's um, that aspect is somewhat enhanced. So uh, I think that was a really important reminder for me um, listening to her episode. And yeah, she also encouraged me to look at like career opportunities, even though if I don't want to enter like becoming, um, you know, a rural dietitian, um, it is also, you know, possible if I like, yeah, make the time and look around. So I think that's something I really appreciated from Kerry. And uh, now I'll hand on to Charlotte. Hello. Okay, so I am just going to read out something from Cherry, um, who was our amazing third year rep. And she, I believe, is going on to study her Masters of Dietetics next year. So she was in third year as well. Um, so she wanted to talk about, unfortunately, she can't be here today, but she wanted to talk about um, Talia Cachelli's episode as well. So this is interesting. So it provides, I think it's great to talk about some of, you know, I guess one nutrition professional and two different perspectives. So Cherry said she, this was her favorite episode because she's looking forward to working as an eating disorder dietitian in the future. And she sparked her interest in nutrition and dietetics at around the same age as Talia. And she was also relieved to hear that she struggles with the crib cycle. I think that's a common theme. There was, it was quite a few um, of our nutritionists and dietitians who talked about, um, yeah, still kind of struggling to, um, you know, I guess grasp or keep updated on those, on those um, biochem mystery concepts. Um, and she also said it was interesting to hear her positive experience in a rural placement because her friends um, and her are wanting to do a rural placement next year, which I believe is part of the, um, it's one of the options you could do that Kerry Woodington also talked about. Um, and yeah, she said it was interesting to hear that Talia had to step out of her comfort zone to work in eating disorders, um, which makes her wonder whether she'll be switching her career pathways as much as her too. 
and that it's important to know that being rejected for a job may just be due to not being a good fit for the team. I think that's yeah already come up really important um, about yeah re rejection and how that's completely normal and not personal. It can be yeah it can be about the team. So yeah that's fantastic. Um, and also about counselling skills, how they'll be developed during your placement and jobs, and that things will fall into place eventually. She said it was interesting to hear that dietitians will work with other allied health professionals, such as occupational therapists and psychologists. Um, and Cherry is excited to learn about family-based therapy for eating disorder patients, which Talia briefly touched on. Um, so after this episode, Cherry felt a bit intimidated about the steep learning curve as the knowledge gained from university can only serve as a foundation for future jobs. I think that is a yeah very common theme through the episodes, you know, university is the baseline and we have to go and do a lot of professional development and things after to, yeah, to be able to kind of practice. But um, she also feels motivated to learn about counselling skills, the language to use when speaking to patients, training for therapy modules, and navigating a patient's past history in order to help with their relationship with food. So that's a lovely um, second insight on Talia's episode. Before I get on to me, I just wanted to say, also give a shout out to our lovely secretary, um, Brie. She is also in second year, she's just finished second year with Tiana and I, um, and Marie, and she was, yeah, wonderful, very busy at the moment, but she, um, it edited Kerry Woodington's episode and I know she really loved it and I think she's also planning to not do the Masters of Dietetics and go and yeah go off with her nutrition degree and then last time I spoke to her I remember she's very I go follow her on Instagram actually just follow everyone in the society on Instagram because you'll always be hungry because everyone is an incredible chef um, but yeah, she's, she is an amazing, um, like recipe developer. And I think she's possibly looking at going down that field. Okay. So now for me, my name is Charlotte. I was the president of MNDS this year and I co-hosted the podcast with Tiana and the two episodes I'm going to be talking about are Janine Dart who was our, our first guest and Alice Bleathman from season two. Janine was our first ever person to come on the podcast she's absolutely incredible I think we've all had her as a lecturer she's one of she's the unit coordinator for one of the um the first year unit called personal and professional perspectives in nutrition yeah great um <clears throat> and it's an incredible unit. I think by far my favorite unit ever and probably will be um, for even yeah, for the remainder of my degree. She's incredible. So we were so excited when she agreed to come on the podcast. And the thing that has stuck with me and she actually, <clears throat> she said this to us in first year and then she repeated it on the podcast and it was about leaving opportunities on a high note. And that just sticks with me frequently because Janine has had such a diverse career. She has worked rurally she's worked metro melbourne she's lived in the uk she you know, she's worked kind of in clinical um dietetics private practice she's now doing a phd like she is she's done such a, a range of things and she talks about you know when when do you know when's best the best time to leave and i think we often go around thinking that it's best to leave when you're you know unhappy with something but actually it can be great to leave um, an opportunity or leave a place on a high note and go and try something else. And I think, yeah, that has really um, stuck with me. 
and is important, like not just in your career, but I just think, yeah, and life in general with life decisions, like it's just, yeah, wonderful. Um, I also, I heard something else the other day that actually made me think of Janine and it was about the idea of living a goal-based life or a value-based life. And I think Janine is a wonderful example of someone who lives a very much a value-based life. Like she doesn't have very, I mean, she, I'm I'm absolutely sure she has goals because she's, she is goal. She's amazing, but she very much is such a kind hearted person that just, I think genuinely kind of just attracts opportunity and looks at kind of, she's got very strong values. And you know that from the minute you meet her, she's, her classes are always just very, like she's willing to kind of be quite flexible, but she's got that kind of intuition as a, as a teacher. And I think, yeah, I think that's just such a wonderful skill. Um, And she's great at pivoting. I think that's because she yeah has such strong values. And I think that's so important as a nutrition professional or just a a health professional in general, that you're not always kind of striving just to kind of get this degree and then get something else and then work here, move there. Like she's, she very much looks at kind of, yeah, she takes other things into consideration and is, yeah, is very much willing to pivot, which I think was wonderful. So that's what I really took from Janine. And then as for Alice, she was our second episode in season two. And Alice is incredible. She is um, also one of our, I think one of our newest dietetics graduates that we had on the podcast. She only graduated last year, I believe. Um, And she is just so vibrant. Like the, the hour and a half that we spent with her on Zoom, like she's just, she was so lovely from the get-go and such a hard work. And I think that really came through that uni very much is the baseline and that, you know, there's a lot of work to do from that and nothing comes easy, but it, it is worth it in the end. Like she, she really was such a go-getter during her time as a student. I think that's incredibly inspiring. Um, she went to Deakin, but yeah, was involved in their nutrition society and did internships and reached out to people um, and networked, even though that's kind of a clinical term, like it's, she, you know, I think she did it in a very genuine way, which actually led to her um, working for Marika Day at Gut Started and she's their dietitian and like just an incredible opportunity. But I think what she showed in her episode is that it doesn't just, opportunities don't just fall on your lap, you know, they, you really have to work for them. And I think that was, yeah, it was great. And one of the things also that I remember Tiana and I asking her is about whether she'd ever been asked about her marks when applying for jobs. And she said, never. And she got incredible marks. She's a, you know, very intelligent person. Um, but I think that just showed, you know, sometimes when I'm going to get a mark back, oh damn. But then I think I'm probably the only person that's ever going to see this. Um, so, you know, I think that was, that was great to put that into perspective that marks are not everything. Um, and yeah, that it's so much more a case of what you do around uni and also, I guess, how you take the feedback that you get at uni to yeah, apply and do better. And I think also we, we um, titled the episode Being, Being Yourself with Alice Bleethman. I think that can be quite, you know, cliche advice, just be yourself. But I think with Alice, like she was saying, you know, we all kind of graduate with the same degree but it's about putting your own flair on nutrition and your own personality into it. And I think that is so important um, that, yeah, that we're reminded of that. So yeah, those were the two episodes and I kind of integrated my, my um, highlights and takeaways in there, but just finally, I guess what, 
how the series has shaped what I'd like to do with my degree, much like all of the yeah, other girls, it's really opened my eyes to what I both kind of what I want to do and what I don't want to do. Um, and I think I'm similar to some, what have, some of what's already been spoken about, not going down the dietetics pathway. Um, I have incredible respect for dietitians and I think they do amazing work. Mm. And it's also, I think it was just great to hear from, um, from some of the, yeah, from kind of more, I guess, the nuanced difference between nutritionists and dietitians. And I think I would like to take my nutrition degree and possibly go and do more of a psychology pathway and yeah, hopefully end up in the health psychology field, which is exciting. It's very emerging. Um, but what I would, I guess, recommend in terms of, this kind of did come up in a few of the episodes, but it's great to get a LinkedIn account and go on Instagram and just follow anyone that looks like they're remotely doing what you're interested in, because that's how we found so many of the people that we wanted to interview, like Meg Hockey, um, Talia, um, Kerry Woodington, like they, we thought that's great. Let's interview this person. And yes, not, you know, we can't, you know, podcast every single person that is incredible, but it's, yeah, that's a great way to kind of, I guess that's just what I wanted to yeah, end on is that, yeah, if you have some sort of remote interest, there's, there's probably someone out there who has done, you know, what you're interested in. Um, if that's in nutritional dietetics or psychology or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm in at the moment. I've been doing a lot of research in terms of the, the study pathway because it's quite convoluted, but yeah, so I'll be at uni for a long time, but um, yeah, <laughs> it'll be great. I'll, I look forward to kind of finishing nutrition first. Uh, those now, you know, I think we're all on break at the moment. So um if you've managed to listen to some or even all of the episodes, I think the biggest thing with the common thread with all of these is just how, um, how each person has spent time in some way investing in themselves. And I think that it's so important that you take the time. I think it's not something we essentially are encouraged to do um, directly, but I think from all of these episodes and especially through this year, um, we've learned the importance of taking care of ourselves. And I think in terms of nutrition, um, it's not just in the food we eat, like we are also studying and um, it's also about your mentality as well. And even figuring out, you know, even if none of these related to you, that's I think a good step because it's just like, okay, if you don't see yourself doing this, this and this, what it was, what else is there? Because this field is so big and there are so many amazing people. And that's one thing I've definitely appreciated is how, big and broad and beautiful this community is. So spend that time investing in yourself and figuring out what it is you do want, not just out of your career, but out of life too. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Reiterate what Tiana said, like that is so important. And I think that is really what we have heard today is that it's our, what we study is so much more than nutrition. And that is, it is a wonderful community and like reach out to these people. If you've listened to their podcast and taken the time to kind of you know, spend an hour learning about them, like tell them that you enjoyed it. I think it's a, such an honor for these professionals, like to be, to, you know, be at that stage in their career. I remember Talia saying that to be at the stage where they can kind of impart advice and um, their wisdom. So they are super, they're so friendly and lovely people to just send an email. Um, and yeah, thank you so much to our team. I know we've had our, 
um, we've had a challenging year in terms of COVID and doing everything online, but I think this has really showed like we, yeah, there's been so, so many great parts of this year as well in terms of our society. Um, and I think we've all learned a lot. And Tiana, if you want to add to that, go for it. <laughs> Once again, just so grateful. Um, it's great that everyone now has a chance to see who's also been working behind the scenes because Charlotte and I have had the opportunity week in, week out to be able to talk to these people. But it's just having a beautiful team behind us who encourages us and contributes, you know, they help us write the questions and edit and everything. So I think it's really important they were acknowledged in this episode. So yes, thank you every single person who is and isn't here at the moment. So thank you. Yes, and Marie is going to take the reins and we're so excited to see what happens with, um, with MNDS and with the next fight, whether it continues next year or not, these episodes will be up there for all new students that um, we've worked quite closely with the faculty to make sure that um, when you, when like prospective students are looking at the course at Monash, they actually see the, the podcast, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, just have a lovely, safe Christmas and... We will see you next year. <laughs>